grown and sexy, but clean sometimes. What's up? That's we it. didn't say it was a family show, so there's that. Young Wait, are we? With that? With that? Well, <laughs> so that, are we? I don't know. We, over, we all over the place. <laughs> Had to come out of retirement. These these knees don't. They was snap cracking and popping. You know, like a rice crispy. But we made it do what it do. But I did take a couple ibuprofens afterwards, though. All right. Megan, um, because one of the things that she said in the article when I was reading is that 
she felt like the music industry was a boys club because she didn't feel mm-hmm. protected. So many, you know, rappers and, and artists were against her saying these things didn't happen. And now she, you know, she feels like being a woman in the industry, she doesn't feel protected. So, and it really hurts my heart because Megan does a, does a lot of good for our community. Um, she graduated from you know college and everything. So to hear that one of the, the biggest stars in the industry um, feels like that she, you know, her life should have been taken instead. Um, that really, that really bothers me because Megan doesn't bother nobody. Okay, mm-hmm. she just makes her twerk videos, makes yeah. good music, and keep them. They were really coming at her too. They were, they really were. And then you know that was around the same time uh, grandmother passed away and all of that stuff was going on. So prayers up to Megan. I don't care yeah. what nobody says. So, all right. Well, that's in that news and other news. Um, so rapper Gunna was released from jail after pleading guilty to the Rico case. Don't ask me how that happened. Let y'all know in a minute. Okay. So Gunner, <laughs> so he pled guilty uh, to one count of conspiracy to violate what's called RICO, also known as Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations. Um, the rapper took an Alfred plea, meaning that he pled guilty to the one charge while maintaining his innocence on the same charge as a form of self-preservation. Uh, he was originally sentenced to five years in prison, but it was commuted to time served, and the remaining balance of the sentence has been suspended too, meaning that he has been released from custody. As part of the deal, the rapper will serve 500 hours of community service. Was this where they were using their lyrics? Yes. Yeah. He was signed to Young Thug's label YSL. Um, Young Thug actually remains incarcerated as his trial awaits. Uh, jury selection in the case is scheduled to begin on Wednesday, January fourth, twenty twenty-three. So I, I may I miss this? Are they going to make him try to try to testify against? Um, it didn't say that in the article, but um, I, I hope not. I wonder if that was part of the plea, though. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like to do that. Let's turn everybody against everybody. Let's get yes. Oh, all right. All right. Well, in positive news, uh, Wiz Khalifa is getting into the acting world, and he's going to be playing uh, George Clinton in a movie. Okay. Yeah, I was I was kind of interested. I was reading this. Uh, so Wiz Khalifa will portray Parliament leader and funk icon George Clinton in a forthcoming film about the uh, Casablanca Records. It's going to be called Spinning Gold, which chronicles the rise of the label in the 1970s. Um, if uh, following founder and producer Neil Bogart, as he signs artists who will go on to become icons of the era, the movie depicts the rise of Donna Summers, uh, Gladys Knight, the Isley Brothers, the Village People, Kiss, Bill Withers, and more. Um, what I thought was very interesting, um, in addition to Khalifa playing the movie, Jason Derulo will play Ron Isley. Oh, all right. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> yeah. So Jason Derulo is going to play Ron Isley. Uh, Chris Red will play uh, DJ Frankie Crocker. And Michael Ian Black uh, will play Kiss manager uh, Bill. And it will be some other people in there. So, yeah. I'm actually um, really excited. I want, I want to watch it. I just want to see... Um, Jason Derulo play, right. yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. very interesting. Playing Ryan Isley, nobody can play Mr. Diggs except for Mr. So, so, all right, well, that was big tea with the tea, and you know, if you got some tea, I'm gonna spill it here first, right here on my talk. So, there we go. All right, so Miss Amy, it's the holiday time, mm-hmm. and you have something very special that you, you gotta tell us. You got some tips I'm gonna for I'm gonna take over for a minute. Uh, we're going to get some good tips for, with tea. So these are my tips, though, for the holiday takeover on how to survive a white family function, celebration, <laughs> holidays. So if you have any, or friends, if you have any white family or friends, you're going to their holiday function. Here's a few tips just to know. So the first one is it's okay to use first names. Uh, when you say hello, Mr. and Mrs., and they say just call me by my first name, it's actually okay to do so. 
Um, it will be too formal if you don't. They might be offended if you don't use their first name. So it's actually, I'm giving you permission. If they say, call me Amy, call me Amy. Um, otherwise, it might be offensive. Or they might think that you don't like them. Because if you call them like Mr. and Mrs., it seems like you might not like them. Um, when they say the gathering starts at 7, they will actually start eating right at 7. So avoid the awkwardness of walking in the middle of the meal and having everyone staring at you. I don't often get places on time, and I have been there and done that with the awkwardness of, you know, the family funk they're eating, and I'm walking in, and, yeah, it's very awkward, especially if you haven't been to this family function before. Um, so when the food is ready, be prepared to sit at the table or tables together with the entire family. There is one eating time and one dessert time. That's it. So like if you don't roll up at seven and you're not at that eating time, you don't, you, there's no food and there will be no leftovers for you to take if you, and that if it's seasoned well enough, we already talked about that and you want to take some, there will be none. There's so, enough for us. So I shouldn't be grabbing Kroger bags. No, no Kroger bags. You don't even have to bring any plastic. If you come to my house, you will, but everybody else that's a white house. The regular white house. Yeah, you will not. <laughs> I promise. Um, let's see. Be prepared to sit quietly for a long, 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 long time of prayer, holding hands quietly and you actually might have to be asked to pray if they're going doing like the round the table prayer so they might do the round the table where they ask you to pray too so everybody prays and hold hands and you have to be quiet see in our house though we don't do that we just jesus well amen yeah like that's it that might be the start <laughs> of somebody's long um, no, that's the start and the finish. And I don't, I, don't get me wrong. I love a good prayer session, but you the food's there because there's one eating time. So it's all right there in front of you and you just want to eat. And that's how, that's how that goes. Um, it is a BYOS, bring your own sauce, hot sauce, barbecue <laughs> sauce, or whatever sauce you want. Um, it will not be available. I promise you that. So if you are a saucy person, you got to bring your own. If it is a family where you're a little worried about seasoning, you mean bread. I'm actually laughing. One of my friends came over to my house for New Year's and her, her boyfriend was like, um, is it safe? Should I bring the hot sauce? Seasoning? She's like, no, she's got you. As soon as she walked in, the first thing she did was open up my spice cabinet. She's like, see, he's like, okay, we're good. Because they were a little worried. But yes, normally bring your own sauce, seasonings, BYOS, because it won't be there. If you want to drink, you need to know that your options are going to be beer, wine, or white claw. Nothing else. So if you want liquor, you're going to have to bring your own bottle. You should probably hide it somewhere. And just maybe pour it in your cup. Because, you know, they're going to be like, what is that? You don't want our beer or wine or white cloth. Um, be prepared with at least one cheesy dad joke to impress the dad or grandpa of the family. And also then be prepared to hear at least 10 throughout the course of the party. And they would love it if you fake laugh. Like, that would be okay. That's, they love that. Um, avoid talking politics. There is a big chance you're not going to agree. And it's going to get really oh, uncomfortable for everybody. Because that's, that's a thing. Um, after dinner, there's going to be a game time. And it's going to be charades, Pictionary, Taboo, or Monopoly. And it's going to go on forever. And you will not get out of it. Or Yahtzee. Yahtzee's another one, yes. <laughs> I like Yahtzee, though. Yahtzee's fun. Just saying. And then finally, when the party is over, the party is over. If the end time says 10 p.m., um, you need to start to wrap it up at about 9.45 because the house will be closed at 10. And you better be gone or you're going to get locked in at the house and you're going to be staying tonight. That's oh, how that's going to work. Wow. So just a few tips to help you guys if you have any white friends or family holiday gatherings to uh, to attend. I'm sorry. I'm clicking over here. With this thing. There we go. I feel better now. All right. All right. So, there you go. All right. Well, thank you, Ms. Amy, for our white girl takeover. We appreciate welcome. it. You're welcome. So I know if I go to any white people houses, we leave right at 945. Yeah. Well, if it's end is at 10, you got to get that 15 oh, minutes. That's 15 minute grace period. Yeah. yeah. And I have to learn how to play Yasi. Yeah. And it's, I, I can teach you. I bet you can. <laughs> I know I can. Because you grow up and you learn these things. Thanks. Well, 
when you know the party is over, you gotta have somebody clean up, right? And so a great way to clean up is by contacting Sister Services. And Sister Services LLC, they offer basic and deep cleaning services. They also do move in and move out cleanings, one-time cleaning, weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly cleanings. And they also clean commercial and resident uh, residential properties as well. And they also will organize your space and provide free estimates. So you ask them to come on out and you ask them how much it's going to cost, they'll give that to you for free. So if you feel like contacting them for their services, their contact information is 419-320-7152 or contact them, contact them via email at sisterservices419 at gmail.com. Okay. So Sister Services 419 LC in the building. So there we go. That cleaning done. What is it? How many more days do we have till? Christmas. Well, eight technically. Right? Yeah. Eight days. This is this is crunch time. It'd be a great time to get some cleaning services. And it's a great way to go into 2023, right? Oh yeah. Got it. Organizing clean. Okay. Yeah, that's always a New Year's treasure with like yes. New Year's Eve, the house had to be clean, money yes. has to be in your pocket. I always say if you have a messy house, you must have a messy life. Oh yeah. Mm. Don't judge me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't judge you. <laughs> All right. Well, moving into that, y'all, as we said, here is our Christmas episode. We gotta be here if there's a reason for the season. And we cannot have that without everybody. I say everybody, but Toledo's favorite Bishop, Bishop Randall Parker. How are you feeling today? I feel good. Thank you guys again for having me tonight. We appreciate it. Thank yes, yes, coming. we appreciate you. Thank you very much for coming. So just tell us a little about yourself so that we can get to know you. All right. So uh, I'm Randall Parker, uh, born and raised here in Toledo, Ohio. Um, I've been married for over 20 years. Uh, I have three children. Uh, my 19-year-old is the oldest, and I have twins, one boy, one girl. They're 18, just turned 18. They're seniors uh, this year, so y'all pray for my anxiety. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have an empty nest. Well, yeah. empty net, but I have, I have empty wallets. Empty wallets. Well, listen, I, I feel that. Yeah. And for graduation things. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, just a person that, that loves people and loves communities. So, you know, just excited to be here tonight. Really am. Well, we're excited to have you. So you are a busy guy. I've kind of learned that. So you do a couple of different things. You have a job at Read for Literacy. Yes. Tell us a little bit about Read for Literacy. All right. So Read for Literacy is a organ nonprofit organization that helps with um, just helping others uh, become aware about literacy. And so um, my piece to that puzzle is a program called Real Men Ready. And um, over nine years ago, Real Men Ready was... <coughs> birthed out of the African-American Leadership Council of United Way, Read for Literacy, the Toledo Public Library, and Toledo Public Schools. And so the premise of that is for African-American men to read to African-American boys kindergarten and first grade to help with their literacy level because our African-American boys at that level are reading about 80 to 90 percent below their literacy level. Mm -hmm. um, so prior to being the coordinator of this, I was actually a volunteer of the program as well. And then the next year I became the coordinator and have been the coordinator ever since. So really excited. We're at uh, MLK Academy for Boys right now. And also we're at Ann Jerkins uh, Harris Academy of Excellence also. So this is all volunteer for the, the men that come and read? Yes. Is there, is it, is it something that if people are interested in or listening, they Absolutely. Can they, they help do that? <laughs> so they contact me at Read for Literacy, 419-242-7323, extension 113, or they can email me at randall.parker at toledoandlibrary.org. And I like that because we know all of our young people need to have good positive mentors to look up to. And, and not even that, but with this also having a cultural connect. Yes, absolutely. You know, so when they see us going in and reading with them and sharing with them and 
you know, providing a little mentorship, then it gives them hope, you know. So really excited about that. Okay. So the second thing that I was told that you are a Salido Public Schools board member. Yes, for the second time. Second time. So it's your second term, they call it term? Well, second appointment. Yeah. Okay. Um, how did you get appointed to? So um, my first time around was in 2015, and Dr. Cecilia Adams went to city council. Um, so I was appointed then, and then uh, earlier this year, uh, a great board member, Stephanie Eichenberg, moved out of the district. So they needed someone, and they uh, appointed me again. So what have you learned from being a board member at um, Soto Public? I think for me as a board member, outside of the regular policy and procedures of the district, really having someone that can relate to developing student-centered decisions and really being able to fight. Because I'm telling you, there's a war on public education right now uh, down in our, our Columbus in the state and different things that they're doing and you know trying to really fight against public education. So really being that voice to stand up for those who don't have the voice to speak for themselves is, uh, I believe, something that I'm really desiring to do. Very important. And when you say um, there's an attack on public education, what, what do you, like, can you explain that a little bit? So there, there are different bills um, that are trying to really take away um, the strength of what public education is and public, the school, public schools and things of such, uh, funding, all those type of things, you know. And I think that when you represent uh, the students, you represent all of the students, regardless of how you feel personally. All the students deserve an opportunity to grow and learn and achieve. And so when you're fighting against certain uh, organizations and certain students and stopping them from having an opportunity to learn, then we've got to step up and fight against that. Absolutely. And not only are they not funding, then they like to pass a lot of unfunded mandates. Oh, where they say, we, mm -hmm. we have to do this, or we're not going to pay for it. And so then, I'm taking my medicine if we talk about I'm that. sorry. <laughs> we're going to move on. But I, but, I, but I feel public education is so, super important so that kids Absolutely. do have access. And that's how we make strong communities. And we've talked about that on here. You know, what can we do to help our youth and help our communities? And sure. you know, having a good, strong public education system, both in our city and our state, is huge. Yeah. And so definitely thank you for fighting for that. It's very important. Thank you. And then what what you're here, this is this is the bringing the, the reason for the season yes, in, as, as uh, Big T said. Um, you are bish the bishop of the Canaan Manifested Word Church. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Um, tell me about your role, the church, how you got into that. So Canaan uh, Manifested Word Church used to be Canaan Missionary Baptist Church, uh, where I was literally born and raised. I was born and raised in that church at three years old, playing the drums at 12. I was a minister of music, was licensed, ordained, and then went out to pastor. Um, in 2010, I birthed a ministry called Manifest the Word Church. And in 2014, we came together and merged the church together. Okay. Um, so I went back home <clears throat> full circle um, with my Manifest the Word Church and going home became a missionary Baptist church. And we've come together and been eight years strong, you know, trying to... Uh, reach the lost by any means necessary. I refer to it as the most powerful place on the planet with the most impactful people, you know, because we're a bunch of rejects. You know, we don't come looking for tradition and religion. And, you know, I got one group of people that may wear a suit, another group wear jeans and t-shirt, don't matter. We have people of all walks of life who have been hurting and just want to experience God. So that's my assignment, to allow people to experience God outside of the rituals of church. Where they are just meeting where they are. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so everyone's welcome. Somebody wanted to come. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things is, I I know I look very young. I understand that, <laughs> but next year marks twenty years that I've been pastoring overall and twenty five years in wow. the ministry. You know, so can we get a DJ clue bomb on that? Yeah. We need that bomb. We need that. 
that's there we go. Yeah, you yeah. can't hear it, but there's a nice right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your <laughs> I word. Saw the lights in there. <laughs> I, I saw the lights, so I knew it was on. So, um, but yeah, so you know, just it's, it's really humbling, and um, just again, not being stuck in the four walls of the church, but being really able to connect with people where they are. I have people that really just appreciate the fact that I'm not that high up pastor. When you come to my church, I'm not speaking over your head. You know what I'm saying? Talking to where you are. Because if we can't talk about life, we don't have nothing to talk about. Yeah. And, and it's the experience of life. I tell people all the time that I believe what I believe. Um, I won't bully anyone else to believe what I believe, nor will I allow anyone to belittle me because of what I believe. But I believe that it's that, that faith that's strong that leads people to a deeper relationship of being made whole. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What um so your church does some community initiatives to help the community that you what what part of the city are you in or we're community? on the south side. Okay. Uh thirteen thirty three Western Avenue, right down the street from the old Libby High School okay. on Western and Spencer. And so that's where we're located presently. Okay. Uh you know, we're looking to do some greater things and, and see what the Lord says as it relates to that. But uh community is everything to me. I just believe that, you know, that's where you really show the impact of who you are. That's you can't have a light if it's hidden under something. You know what I'm saying? So in the four walls of the church, we're hidden, you know what I'm saying? And so when we go out, that's where the light really shines. And so we have um for years, Kane the Missionary Baptist Church has been doing like food and clothing giveaways and things like that. But it was during the pandemic where we really decided, listen, we're not having service as far as people coming to service and things. So let's go out and let's do what we need to do. And so we started really pushing our food and clothing giveaway. Um, and there were people who really appreciated the fact because they asked the question, you know, and I, you know, it is what it is. You know, we, some people look for a reason to talk about why they don't like church. Right. You know, and so this was wrong with the church is why I'm not going to church. But at the end of the day, if the church is doing what it's supposed to do, it'll draw more than it drives away. And so that's what we did, you know, during our time, during the pandemic, like every, every week, actually, we were out there um, giving away free food. And so, you know, we had lines. And I think during that time, we fed over 3,000 people wow. during wow. the pandemic, over 3,000, you know. And so even once it kind of went down a little bit pandemic wise, you know, we still have been doing it. It was something that we've always done, but it kind of highlighted during the pandemic and just keeping it going and, and being able to do that. And there were people who, uh, during that time, you know, were coming in the newest cars, but they didn't have food, mm -hmm. you know? And so uh, that's what we do. That's what that's what ministry is about for us. And then also during the winter time, we have a sock uh, drive mm -hmm. where we donate different socks to different shelters and things like that. And so um, we have a little competition of who's gonna give, donate the most and the men or the women. And, you know, since I'm here and nobody else is, the men win every year. I was going to say, I feel like that might be the women probably. Well, you know, nobody else is here to dispute okay, what so I'm talking about. Okay, so it's the men. So, you know, since it's my perception, the men always what, win. So when's this competition up? Because I might need to go make a sock drop real quick. Right, you know, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, you give them to me, then I'll drop off. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, no. Don't watch the broadcast that Sunday. No. <laughs> Where's your wife? Where's your wife? I'm going to drop them all here. I'm going to give them to her. See, now you, now you got me. Now you're doing like that. All right. but, that's the, but that's what we do, you know, and so just really trying to uh, just not just reach all facets of life and really touch the total man in all aspects. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, that's great. So it is the holiday time. Before we talk about what you have going on at the church, just for you in general, what's your favorite um, holiday tradition around the Christmas time? 
for me, I think it is putting up my Christmas tree, um, listening to my Christmas music. Where I stay at on our side of town, there's a certain, uh, in our neighborhood, there's a certain channel that you play. And there's lights that go match the music of the channel that we're watching, you know? So I go outside and I watch a little bit of that and the lights and things and such. But most importantly for me, is spending time with my family. Because I think these little breaks, because everybody has their own life, everybody's doing their own thing. But when we can just pause and come together, I think that means everything to me. Because at the end of the day, you know, you have to make memories before they become memories. Right. There it is. That's our that's our quote of the show that right the there. Quote of the show. Quote of the show right there. For <laughs> make sure. memories or they'll become a memory. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you are very, very busy. We talked about this. Um, he asked me, he was asking me kind of what I do with my job and how I take care of myself. And I'm going to kind of flip it back around to you. Um, how do you balance everything? And how do you actually um, take everything that you do to help others? Because you do a lot to help others. So in total transparency, um, today has been a rough day. And I say that because um, when you're pulled from all different angles and people are looking to you to, you know, kind of be the answer. When at the end of the day, you're still asking personal questions of yourself. Um, it's difficult, you know. And so um, when things go on in our community, people um, want to know, you know, Randall, what, what do you think about it? And it's hard for me sometimes to process or when things are going on in TPS and, you know, when things are going on at the church. And so it, it's kind of difficult sometimes to balance. And while you're trying to help everybody else and be that Superman, you're developing your own kryptonite when you're not balancing your own life. You know, and so at the end of the day, um, you have to be able to take time for you because even the tow truck needs a tow. You feel me? And That's so we get all kind of gems today. I know, right? <laughs> right. You, you, you have to be able, and we talked about this a little bit, Amy, you have to be able to have someone that you can be transparent with uh, because everybody can't handle your transparency right? because people look at you to be their crutch and to be, again, their answer. And there are some times where you have to look at people and say, I don't, I don't have the answer. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't diminish who I am as a person. Right. Doesn't, you know, it doesn't make me any less uh, anointed or effective. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just need to pause. And so I um, just a real real quick story. because yeah. um, I, you know, I know preachers say they don't want to be long. No, we like stories. We like stories. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. I hold you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you said you wanna go hold me, man. It's four o'clock. <laughs> I'm hitting my back, well. <laughs> now don't tell me to touch my neighbor no more either, you know. So. But nevertheless, um, I almost died a year ago. Mm. And uh was going, 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 doing, doing, doing. And um wasn't feeling well. But of course, me being me, I'm still pushing. I was doing like five funerals in five weeks. Wow. And going, 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 doing, doing, doing. And I thought maybe I'm just dehydrated, you know, everything's well. Uh, my wife was out of town. My son um, was just learning to drive. <laughs> that's yeah, <laughs> that's a blood pressure razor. Yeah, um, went to the hospital, thinking they were going to give me some IV and we'll go home. They're like, okay, we'll check your sugar. You know, it was like, hmm. I'm like, hmm, what? Like, give me my IV. I'm good. They're like, no, let's let's check your sugar again. Um, check my blood level. He's like, we need another machine. Come to find out, my blood sugar was 1148. That's real high. That's, I should have been dead. Yeah. yeah. And so they immediately put me in ICU. I didn't know I was diabetic. You know, didn't know I was diabetic. Um, and 
was in ICU for several days, waiting for it to come down. But in that whole time, I knew who I was, was joking with the nurses. And they were like, we're at 900 now. I'm like, woo, 900. <laughs> My mom like, that's all right. And then mind like, dude, you're still bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here we are a year later. I mean, when I first got out of the hospital, I was on insulin. I was on the, the medication, all that type of stuff. Um, and I've made up in my mind, I have to live. I have to live. I want to see my children. You know, I want to see my wife. I want to see grandchildren, if they'll, you know, whatever the case may be. And so here I am a year later. Um, I've lost 46 pounds. Wow, um, I am on no medication, wow. nothing, you know. Um, and so I'm no longer diabetic. My A1C, when I went to the hospital, was 11.7. It is now 5.4. Wow. Um, so, you know, just really balance in life. So every Friday, I have self-care Friday for me. I don't go to work, I don't do church, none of that stuff. But I gotta go get my nails done, which I did earlier. I'm very much a man, you know, get whatever needs to be done. I got uh, a new uh, Oculus, whatever that the game mm -hmm. is, that uh, virtual reality, uh -huh. nobody mess with me, you know, <laughs> let me live my Disappear life. In that yeah, virtual reality. So I love it. Just learning to find your place yeah. of peace. Yeah. And not just find your place of peace, but be protective of that place. Yes. Because everybody doesn't understand what it takes for you to find that peace. Yeah. You know, so like I said, you know, in total transparency, today was a, a kind of rough day with the events of our community yeah. and things of such. Um, being a part of the chief advisory board, you know, I, I wear a lot of hats, a lot of hats. And sometimes I don't know how um, I eat all that's on my plate. But at the end of the day, I know who put it on my plate. Mm -hmm. So because he put it on my plate, then it means that I got enough space to, to eat and do what I need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that. That is important. Yes. And so, uh, so you changed your lifestyle. We clearly lost 46 Absolutely. Pounds. What did you, what were some of the, this was not one of the planned questions. But sure. You know, what were some of the... Uh, the things that you did to kind of change? Exercise. I mean, even something as simple as just being consistently walking, mm -hmm. you know, around my neighborhood and things like that. I did that. I don't I don't go and lift heavy weights and I mean, I need to tone it up now so I lost, but, um, and then changing your, your eating habits. That was very important to me because I was smashing any and everything, you know, just comfort food sometimes because again, because I wasn't being real with who I was, yeah. I just smashed whatever it was didn't care, you know, but then when I started realizing that these things really affect your body yeah. and your your diet is always linked to your desire. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's like, what do you what does your life? You look like your decisions, mm -hmm. you know, and so I, if I want to live then I got to do what it takes to look like what it takes to live. So um, change my eating habits to the point now where I don't eat a lot, you know, but what I do eat is healthy. I, I never thought I would get there. Like I'm a, I'm a member of the Wonderland Club. I haven't seen under 200 in 24 years. Okay. You know, so uh, when I lost that weight, I'm telling you, I'm gonna lose a little bit more and be real arrogant. So you know, okay. if I see you, if I see you in the streets, <laughs> you be like Parker. I'm like, man, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> but no, just you know, seriously, like you know, when you really make good decisions, you feel good about life. You look good. You feel good. You know. I go to the mall and there's no mirror that I don't network with. That's good. You know, because of the process that I've been through. You mm -hmm. know, so people think you're arrogant, but when they don't know what you've been through, mm -hmm. it's like you, you definitely can't judge my breakthrough if you don't know what I've been through. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. There's another one. Put right. that in the journal. Right. Okay. right and, and I think, too, you know, when you're so busy, because you, you're juggling a lot of hats, and that's, what, that's how we yeah. start talking about that, because you're talking about the hats that I was juggling. And it is really easy to start shoving everything. I mean, I, I can't tell you how often I eat in my car. 
And yeah. it's, it's literally grabbing the snack that I had in the back seat. From, Red was laughing at me earlier because I pulled a sandwich out of my back seat. He's like, where'd you get that? Because <laughs> I always have car snacks, but like sometimes it's just you're on the go, but you're right. You can make time for it, you know, if it's, if, you know, we do what's important to us. And, you know, like you said, it's important to live and, you know, the community needs you. Absolutely. You're, you're got a lot going on. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be connected and a part of such a great city. Absolutely. That's what's up. Okay, so let's get to the the holiday plans for the church. What do you guys got going on? So we have our uh, Christmas service uh, that's coming up, and then also we have our New Year's Eve service. But we're partnering uh, with Walk the Word Ministry and Pastor Tim Petaway um, because again, it's about coming together as a community and really showing that unity. So you know, really uh, highlighting our service times and things of such like that, and. Um, just really trying to make sure that we do what we can, even in the events that are going on in the community, make sure that we're connected and a part of the piece of that as well. What, uh, what are your service times? And you so our service is uh, high noon. So it's at 12 on Sundays. Okay. Give people time, you know, kicked it on Saturday. Yeah. You know, like trying to, you know, shake themselves. And, and, and like, just call it some carpet. Good, right? <laughs> I, mean, I love it's you. It's like, so if I up on Sunday, looking like a hot mess, you'll know, but I'll be there. Yes. Noon's the perfect time. Make your way. I'm telling you, and it, it, it helps. You know, it, it really is a, uh, a good time. And we're not there long promise you. I did ask him that. I was like, are we going to be here no, forever? No, it's very much <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, so do you have any specific um, Christmas services that are at a different time, or is it noon? Nope, it's just going to be at noon, noon on uh, Christmas Day. Again, not long, and then on our New Year's Eve service, uh, you know, it'll be late on that evening. But our Christmas time is just that, that Sunday. Okay. Yes. Well, so speaking of Amy going to church, yes. we were, so, you know, we have a segment called Ask the White Girl. We were Thinking about doing a segment called "The White Girl Goes to a Black Church." Well, that's the white girl visit. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yes. So if I do that, can I like? I don't know how do we do. Am I allowed I to like record? I mean, I'm gonna do it on the low. I'll be like, no, do it. I need, I need you. To I will. Work. Okay, we're gonna do that. We were talking about it. We were just like. Are we gonna be okay with filming? And I was like, yeah. you would just feel me like walking in and coming out. Oh, but I can tell. Oh no, you got free reign. I will not we, distract we, anything. We're family now. Oh, you can't distract us. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. well, I don't know. I guess I'll find out. Right. <laughs> I've given the signal. Like she's good. Right. She's, yeah. Please, please, please do. Please give the signal. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm maybe not with everybody. So we'll get, get there. there. Gotcha. I would love that. So you did actually have an ask the white girl question for me, real quick. I did. So. Okay. Um, the question I have is, why do white people wear shorts when it's cold outside? <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> Honestly, and I was, we were, I was telling this, I, I feel like this is more of a white boy thing. I mean, maybe white girls do too, but I just, I don't, I've asked my white male friends, like, why is it, it's not like just shorts, it's cargo, khaki cargos. Like, it's always, like, white boys <laughs> that yeah. wear khaki cargos in the winter. It could be negative, like, 20 out, and they're wearing their shorts. I don't know if it's a macho thing. I don't know if it's like a. But I've definitely seen white girls wear a hoodie, Ugg boots, and shorts. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I, you know what? You're right. It was probably my daughter because that's the stuff my daughter wears. So I'm like, Why are you wearing that out of the house? You're absolutely right. Now that you say that, she did ask me for some Ugg boots, and I, she does have booty shorts somewhere. So I'm sure she's making a plan for that. I don't. I don't know. I honestly can't answer that. I hate being cold. Like I need my. I need to be warm. I need to be in flannel and sweatshirts and socks and but but it is a thing it is definitely it, a white it, people thing absolutely white boys i think i think for white guys i think for white men it's like a macho thing like look at me i can be outside and be cold like i don't know so here's the thing like i know you guys they do that but it's like do they get sick 
Well, if they do, they're giant babies. I don't know. Boy, I know they're giant babies. So I don't know. Yeah, no, because they'll tell you that too. That's not good. I never get sick. Yeah. I wear my shorts and I'm never sick. But they do. And when they do get sick, they're giant babies. But girls, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's maybe more of like, a, I'm, I don't, I want to look cute. And for the girls, it's like a cute thing. Gotcha. Going to the club, going to the, my daughter, wherever she goes. <laughs> yeah, I better get a gang here. Well, it's not pumpkin spice it's lattes not. this time around. Slime it's mocha frappuccino or something. Don't judge me. Oh, is that you? I, I like a cafe mocha. I don't like the frappuccinos, but mm -hmm. I, like she, I think it's more this the peppermint mocha. No. That's what it is. I here. like a good caramel apple spice or the strawberry frappuccino. I like the caramel frappuccino. Yes. Yeah, I don't. Or the strawberry refreshing. Jesus, my daughter's is the pink drink. I don't know what it is. Is that what it is? Okay. See, I didn't know. I, I don't like mochas, but yeah. So there you go. We we wear them, and I don't know why. It's cold. Put some pants on. White people, put some pants on. It's cold out. It's, it's going to snow, actually, next week. Put your pants on. I don't want to see anybody in a blizzard in shorts. I will call you out. And shove the snow. That, that's going to happen. You know that. You're going to have your white boys in their khaki cargos with their flip-flops on, shoveling Shovel snow. snow. And, then, and then the girls are going to be out with their little, oh, I got my boots on. And, oh, and they got to have a winter hat on, too. Yes. Right. So it'll be like the hoodie, the shorts, the boots, and the hat. With their Starbucks. But they got their hat. You know, so. The Starbucks is keeping it warm, I guess. It, it, it must. <laughs> that's fine. That's a good question. Thank you. Thank you for playing along. Yes. Speaking of playing along, we have another game that you get to play. Okay, so we have a game called This or That, where I give you two options and you have to pick one or the other. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> did you keep it clean? Yeah, I did. Oh, of course. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I'll keep telling you. He said, don't keep it clean for me. <laughs> I'll repent later. Let's talk. Okay. So, Church's Chicken or KFC? KFC. Okay. Can you say why? I think with Church's Chicken, it's just so greasy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just the thought of that just made my stomach. I feel like this is like getting the breading fall. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... So original or crispy? Original. Oh no. Like <laughs> crispy. Ah, crispy. Yeah. All right. Cake or pie? Pie. Okay. What kind of your favorite? Um, sweet potato pie. Okay. Chocolate or red velvet? Red velvet. Okay. Drive or be driven? Drive. Book or music? Book. Donate or volunteer? Ooh. Volunteer. Okay. That's the yes, the time is the most valuable thing in the world. Absolutely. Agree. Can, can I ask that? Do you have any more? Nope. That was I good. got a Christmas song one. Silent Night or Oh Holy Night? Silent Night. Temptation Sound. I'm about to say Well, somebody asked me, mine is, well, I like Oh Holy Night, but I like the Alicia Keys version. This mm. is my favorite. Yes. But Silent yeah. Night, you can't go wrong. I was going to say like Mariah Carey version. Uh, I hate Mariah Carey. You Sorry, no offense. I'm just, just going to sue me. I was about to say. We <laughs> well, I love Mariah Carey. Don't sue me. We love Mariah Carey. She has Carey. a strong dislike. Yes. I have a strong dislike for Mariah Carey. We love her and Nick Cannon and all their babies. I like Nick Cannon and all of his babies. Like right. yeah. like, she's only got two. Uh, I don't know. His <laughs> babies, not their babies. They are here being fruitful and multiplying. Listen, he, 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 he took that to the whole He level. definitely <laughs> took that. He's like, literally, like Jesus said, uh, multiply. He's multiplied times six. Listen, when they said take two of each on the ark, they mean two children. Okay? <laughs> animals. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said no Nick Cannon on the show, and here we go. <laughs> oh, I said no Kanye. That's, you said Nick Cannon. That's what you did. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> well, it's okay. not a story about it. It, was just it started with Mariah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we appreciate Mr. Renner Parker for playing that game. We're not done with you yet because we got some that's called Tiscotee, but before we do that, we have to play.
a little commercial here. You know, we got to pay some bills around here. And this is from Village Academy. We got to say shout out to Miss Lexi for just being amazing and being awesome with everything that she does. And, you know, we, we can't we can't have a show without her. So let's go ahead, kick that commercial. And when we come back, we got more mud talk. here live on Mud Talk. We'll say shout out to Village Academy for being an amazing sponsor of the Mud Talk podcast show. We appreciate everything that you guys do at Village Academy. And shout out to Miss Lexi for everything that she does as well in the community too, because she's a very busy lady. Absolutely. Yeah, she's extremely busy. All right, so we couldn't let you leave here fishing around the park because we got a segment here called Tispity. That's why I give you five things on what you should or should not do. Instead, we're talking about five things on what you should or should not do in the church. Should I get should I take notes? I feel like since <laughs> I have to go to should. church now, I should probably take notes. Yes. I got it. Okay. All right. Tip number one. Stop falling asleep in church. Okay? Especially doing the good word. You fall asleep in church, you're going to miss your blessing. Okay? So stop falling asleep in church. Kids, especially y'all, go to sleep. Stop TikToking. Okay? Right. I just thought they got a TikTok to Kurt Franklin. Yeah. Do they? they do. Is that okay? Is that okay? <laughs> Remember we used to get pinched when we fell asleep oh, at church? Yeah, I tried my best not to fall asleep. Or my, or, or my mom would grab my arm and I'd get the extra strong hand grip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my, grandma, my grandma was in the choir and you get the look. And I said, you could be playing all night. She'd be there, look. My mom gave me that that under the arm and like that uh-huh. silent where she pushed you out. Real quick, like, you I was like, she had that, that. Yeah, she like had that look with the arm. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure this is child abuse and God is not happy. So, okay. <laughs> Did, now, do you, do you get the look when you're like when you're preaching and somebody's about to fall asleep? No. No. Let them live their own lives. I try to keep church, church hype to where they don't get sleep. Okay. Listen, right. everybody follow suit, please. Thank you. And you start late, so they should get plenty <laughs> of sleep. I know. You should be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> All right. Tip number two. This is for my elders, my my older people, okay? Especially the grandmothers. Stop giving them peppermints at the bottom of your purse. Yahtzee. Stop <laughs> doing that, okay? The baby didn't ask you for some peppermint and gummy. You didn't put them out from the bottom of your purse with lint and everything. Hey, smell like white diamonds. Smell like white diamonds. Stop. Oh, no, right? Doing that. <laughs> and it was dentine. That was, that was my grandma and mom. It was a half open dentine, a little. I can't eat cinnamon gum to yeah. My grandma, it was still out. Okay. I was just like, oh, God, stop. Yeah, <sighs> so no, stop giving off the peppermint. How she trying to keep you awake? Well, that one gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tip number three. Um, sorry, Bishop, but um, please stop telling me to turn to talk to my neighbor. That is a lot of work, and that ain't my neighbor. I don't even know this person. Okay, so I love you. We appreciate you, but hey, come on, speed that up. I'm ready to go. Okay, we don't too much talking, so. Don't tell me the time to talk to my neighbor five times. All right, just say, "Hey, how you doing?" Turn to your neighbor. All right, and keep moving. Okay. Can I can I ask a question? Because maybe this is the way. Do you guys shake hands? Is that a thing? Not anymore. But that used to be a thing. Yeah. Pre COVID, yeah. uh, I don't like that one. Don't yeah. make me shake hands with people. I don't know. See, I don't mind doing it one time, but now turn and talk to your neighbor. Turn and talk to your neighbor. It was hugs before. See, yeah, yeah, like you shake hands and get hugs. No. No, yeah. When the word is good, your pastor gonna make you turn and talk to your neighbor. But we right. ain't talking. Doing a lot of turn and talk. 
So is there a reason for that? So yeah, so we try to engage and have interaction with the crowd. That's, you know, this, let me tell you something. Here's a, here's a secret, right? So, I mean, just like in the other, you know, secular world, they got the, the, the hype man, you know, they got to hype the people up, get them, you know. We feel like if we keep you interacting, then you won't fall asleep on us. <laughs> you know? Look, I was that guy. I was that touch your neighbor, turn to your neighbor, talk to your neighbor until the pandemic hit and you're trying to do a pre-record in an empty building. Mm. And so you're in an empty building, who are you gonna tell to touch somebody and nobody in there? <laughs> so I discipline myself, so I no longer do. I know Rob, I do it like two and done, but I don't do it like I used to because I had to discipline myself. Like there was nobody to touch when I was doing it before. So mm -hmm. I just talk and keep on going. So this reminds me, so in school, we have these things called turn and talk, where like I have to give the kids a discussion question. I'm like, all right, so turn to talk to your neighbor. <laughs> and it works the first time. It's like, all right, so here's a turn to talk to your neighbor. They're like, oh, we just did a turn to talk. So <laughs> one. It's limited to one. It's limited to one turn and talk yes. in church. Okay. So let's get in and get out. All right. Tip <laughs> number four. Sit in the offering plate around one time, please. One time. I don't need it. Before church, after church, while the praise team is dancing, while the drill team is drilling, while the drum line is drumming, send that plate around one time because I ain't got much to give. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna give you what I give you, and that's it. Just, I love it. Just in case, though, they just need to get a little extra out of it. I don't have any extra to give. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. I'll tell you. I'm gonna say, what? Dig deep down and find it in your heart. Yes. When I was growing up, my mom. <laughs> She used to always give me a penny so I can put it in a yes. little envelope and then take it down there. I, I don't know if that penny worked, but hopefully it is. Yeah, my mom did the same thing. She'd, she'd just dig in her pocket. She still does to this day with my kids. She'll like dig in her pocket. She'll like separate her coins to all my kids. And Meanwhile, the church is trying to get new carpet. You give right. me a penny. Hey. It's a donate. What? It all counts. Every penny yeah. I, guess it, anyway, I guess it does. All right. And tip number five. Since we since y'all sit in that, you know, often played around more than once, can y'all upgrade on the juice and crackers for communion? Right. Okay. Can we get some right. ricks and you know a, a shot of a shot of Carlos Rossi? Okay. So <laughs> it's a full communion. shot. <laughs> they said you know Jesus turned water into wine. I think it should be okay. Yes. Just a shot. I'm not asking for a lot. And the crackers. I don't want the chili crackers. I want the ricks. Can I get the wrist crackers? Oh, or like at my church, they're they're not even crackers. They're like straight up white wafers. I don't even know what they are. They just melt. Church. Okay, so I, all I want is all I want is the crackers. 
like better crackers. crackers. Yeah, better crackers. Ritz. Or, know, or, or you should come to my church and I can give you our wafers and you'll be like, I'll take the oyster crackers. Like, I'll, give me those chili crackers. Back. Right. Be grateful. Right. Be grateful for your oyster crackers. Jasmine Lynn said, I need more juice in my cup. Thank oh, you. Yes. This is not enough for the crackers. It's good though. I like you. It's good. Well, and some of us have a lot of things that need to be cleansed, so we need a lot of juice. What kind of juice? works. So I wonder what kind of juice is I've always been curious. Grape juice. Is it, I mean, like well juice. Like, well, just like a brand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, just grape juice. Yeah. That's all mm-hmm. it is. That's that fancy church. Yeah. And a lot of times Marshall's that church, we got the well juice and juicy juice. Yeah, that is that's not those penny guys. <laughs> You're not getting your Welch's juice with those. No, no, we didn't have a church opportunity, so I don't know what it was, but it was not enough. And no. it was oyster crackers. It was like chili crackers. I was like, my granny just used this last night when she made chili. Like right. these are the same crackers. She probably brought them in Right, she probably put them on her purse. Right, she probably put <laughs> little dust bunnies on them. Little dust bunnies. Yeah, tastes like white diamonds. So, all right. Well, that was just the tea. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> Ready to give my DJ. Oh, All right. So, you know, we can't end the show without Shay. And this is what we call Shay with the sh. Okay. And this is where Shay gives us all of her love, advice, knowledge, and advice. So, what kind of knowledge are you kicking to us today, Shay? Well, we all know Christmas is the reason for the season and love is on the menu. So, I just got a few tips for this season. Um, one, reach out to extended family and those you don't see or speak too often. Um, tomorrow's not promised. So, Let's enjoy our loved ones while they're here. Two, invest in memories, not material goods. Take a trip for Christmas. Um, you know, if, if it's a trip to church, enjoy that, you know. Um Can't manifest work. Yes, yes. Basically be a pillar in somebody's life who you normally wouldn't touch on a regular day. Um, number three, speak your love in words, words of affirmation, appraisal, you know, make people feel good. Spread that love. This is the season for it. Four, I would say music, which is one of my go-to love languages. So, um, right now my favorite song is um, "My Lady Harmony," better than good. So that's my favorite. Y'all get better check that out. Mine right now is Maverick City. Bless me. I swear to God, I be feeling like I'm in the the trap house of the Lord every time it comes on. The trap trap house of the Lord. Can you you keep a room in your church called the trap house of the Lord? (laughs) I definitely could. Well, yes. I think that needs to be that guy. Yes, yes you should. Trap House of the Lord. I like yes. that. I like this. You are people who <laughs> come in. I feel like. Travel for Jesus. Travel for Jesus. That's my you can get, to, you can get hoodies made travel. We should. I love it. Yeah. Can't manifest the word. Can y'all sponsor it? We'll make it happen. Thank there you. It is. <laughs> I will wear it. I will wear it every podcast. You got to wear Traveling it. Traveling for Jesus. You have to wear it when you go for church. Uh, listen, I'm already going to be let's not make me stand out that much. <laughs> I roll up into a church saying, traveling for Jesus. They're going to be like, who is this girl? This lady, why why is she here? I'm going to wear mine while I'm driving because these people mm-hmm. is crazy in traffic, oh, yes. okay? So. Especially now. And it's going to snow. And you oh, know yeah. how people around here are in yeah. snow. Yes. Yeah. So. Alright, and last but not least, be romantic. Plan a special Christmas day. We have the lights before Christmas. You can go ice skating. Make gingerbread houses together, picnics by the tree, foot rub. You know, she has a look at her face. She's like, I actually give a really good foot massage. No, not right now. So the whole point is just spend time with your family, those you love, you know, people around you, or be, you know, that person for somebody who may not have somebody or just lost somebody. So 
you know, I was, when you said the um, go on trips or do the experiences, I've been thinking about like the presents I want to get people. And this year I have done straight up experiences. I'm sure the kids are going to be so irritated with me when I roll up with their like, here, go to Sky Zone or go to Irving. Yeah. And then they'll appreciate it later. That's just, that's kind of the vibe of this year. I feel like, yeah. you know, and, and it was inspired by my little guy. My little guy's birthday is December 27th. He'll be nine. And I said, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Your birthday? Cause I'm like stuck here. He's like, mom, I got enough stuff. He's like, I just, I just want to give people stuff and like hang out with you oh, guys. Wow. No, this is my sweet kid. He's a nice one. We like this one. <laughs> no, the other two I like too. He's real nice. But you know what? And that, I think, you know what? He's right. Like, so that's kind of where, that's my vibe. Like you're getting experiences and just to kind of hang out and. Yeah. Go do things with people. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Right. It can be a straight up she wants a sharing for probably. I said this <laughs> year. Can we get that sponsor? Hey, somebody out there. Sponsor sponsor Scott for sharing. I said this year just because the vibe and feeling I felt this year, like so many people have been struggling mentally. Um, and I said this year, like any gift that I get people for birthdays or Christmas, whatever, it's gonna be regards to your mental health. Like whether it's journaling or um nice. essential oils or you know, diffuser, whatever. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just because that's what I need. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but not good. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just like things that you know that people need to help their mental health. Because I don't think a lot of people know how to, and so they just need some guidance or just some type of resource. You know, whether it's journaling or a massage or whatever. So um, I just feel like you know sometimes the materialistic things, like yeah, they cool, but they they don't last. But things to help your mental health, that's gonna last forever. Right. So, so there's a there's a website called um, Self Care is for Everyone, and they sell shirts. I have a, a hoodie that says um, like Mental Health is Health. Mm -hmm. When you buy things from that website, it gives you a free month of therapy, online therapy that you can give to anybody. Oh wow! So if you ever want, if you want to give them like a, a hoodie or something, it's, and it also sponsors like mental health care. So mm -hmm. I don't know for a lot, they're not allowed to promote that, but I love that. I actually got my hoodie and I gave my um, the month of therapy to a friend yes. who was in need that couldn't afford it. So. I am so big on therapy. Me too. We, we talk about this all the time. Shout out to Jasmine who's watching. That's my therapist. Yes. Not, ooh, I've been going on for three years. And let me tell you, boy, she has pulled me through the trenches. Mm -hmm. I am so thankful for her. And ooh, Jasmine watching. Thank you, boo. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. So, yes, go get that therapy. And we're actually going to be doing a very special episode of Mud Talk in February uh, called Dear Black Men, mm -hmm. uh, where we're going to be speaking with black men in regards to, you know, mental health and, you know, being transparent and all that stuff. So that's something very special we're going to be working on. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Yes, all right. Sponsor, sponsor some therapy for your family and friends. Yes. You know? Give them and because you know, for some people, insurance coverage, but maybe not everything. Sponsor their copay for mm -hmm. a visit, two visits that's meaningful that lasts forever. Absolutely. All right, well, thank you, Mr. Bishop Randall Parker, for coming through. We appreciate you yes. so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, dealing with all of our shenanigans here on the show. <laughs> we were good today. I didn't, so I didn't drop one F bomb. Yeah, I didn't cuss today either. You, you even didn't even say it with her little episode. I know. So that means when I upload the show, I don't have to put explicit because right. like every episode is like explicit, explicit, explicit. Oh, that's all right. So we this got, yeah, like out of 19 episodes, <laughs> three of them might be. Right, so we're good now. <laughs> we are doing great. So, well, coming up next on the show on, uh, on in two weeks, actually, on December 30th, uh, we got to end the year right. And actually, Bishop Randall Parker was speaking on, you know, eating right and getting healthy. So we're going to have fitness expert Antoinette Iwagi who's going to be on the show, and she's going to tell us how we can eat right and get right going into the 2023 year, because we got to get it right, get it tight. Okay. And we also have our Mud Talk Artist of the Week. His name is CJ De Niro. He is from Cincinnati, and he's going to be driving all the way up to Cincinnati yes. to come and chill with us here in the Mud Talk Lounge. So I'm super excited about that. Yes, that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Super exciting. So, and then, of course, after that, it's our one-year anniversary show, January 13th. I'm super yes. excited about that. It will be one year of Mud Talk 
we were just reminiscing and talking about it. And I still can't believe it will be one year. Wow. Next month. I'm yes. super excited. Appreciate everybody who's here and, you know, has been supporting Mud Talk and all the viewers and listeners. Uh, we've come a long way, a super long way. Um, I was just telling her, I remember when we first had our first show, I was so nervous. And we had the lights and the cameras and the mics. And everybody was like, that was really good. Like, I couldn't even tell you I was nervous. I was like, we was nervous too. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even tell. But it was a, um, at that time, it was a 30-minute show. So we were in and out. And I look at us now, we're doing hours and two hours of show, hours and hours. So. And you got sponsors. Yes, so we got Academy, sponsors. Academy, you got yes. sisters. Village Academy, 419, sister, 419 Cleaning Services. Man, just so many people. We're trying to get some more sponsors. Blood Talk is the place to be. And not only are we local, but we global. We have people yes. from Toledo listening. We have Detroit. We have Belgium. We have Germany. We have Florida, Australia, Australia Texas. Yeah. Like, it has been. Carolina, Pennsylvania, I think I saw. Yes, it has been super crazy. And we also celebrated because we're almost up to a thousand streams on the digital platforms for listeners. So that's crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you, man. So yeah, Mud Talk is the place to be. And if Disha Brandon Parker's on the show, then y'all know it's the place to be. Share, <laughs> share with your people. Share, share your streams. Yeah. We appreciate all that too. Absolutely. So for anniversary show, we are bringing back some some of our guests that were a lot of fun. We had Tierra Armstrong. We had to have her come back. She was the guest in our very first episode. We have Unique Johnson, who's coming back. Uh, she's a domestic violence advocate, prevention advocate. Um, uh, Shannon McIntyre, also known as Shan Diggs. He had an amazing story. He was on the show. He was a lot of fun. Uh, Aisha Walton, you know we had to bring her back. So that's I'm not going to break anything. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, no, I can't promise that. No, I, I'm sure. I'm good. All right. And then um, Julius Darrington is going to be tapping in live with us uh, all the way from L.A. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So, okay. yes. So, yeah. A lot of familiar faces. Yes. So, all right, y'all. With that is our time. We appreciate you here for listening to Mud Talk. Remember, I'm Big T. And I'm Shay Renee. And I'm Miss Amy. And Mud Talk is the only show that keeps our ears to the streets. While you grind in the 419. All right. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Merry Reese's. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry y'all. Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes, happy Kwanzaa New Year's. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah New Year's. Happy Kwanzaa Christmas. Christmas. Happy Christmas Kwanzaa. Whatever happy your holiday is, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, <laughs> <Happy> holidays y'all. <laughs>